This episode is sponsored by Burned Apron. Burned Apron is the official weekly meal kit of Antifa. Each delicious meal is designed by Antifa-certified nutritionists and chefs. As you guys may have heard, Antifa is a huge organization with a massive operating budget, so they spare no expense in making sure each Burned Apron meal is a tasty representation of their values. They give you the ingredients and the recipes for a week's worth of dinners, and I just had uh, my first Burned Apron meal kit this week. It was really good. I had Dumpstered Bagel Delight, something that was called Yesterday's Watercress Salad, Hickory Smoked Police Car Tire, a Temporary Autonomous Scone, and for dessert, a pint of ice cream filled with cement. And I also got a half-eaten apple and a can of garbanzo beans with a dent in it. Shipping costs are more expensive than with other meal service plans, but that's only because each meal comes with 20 bricks for throwing through windows. Right now, we've got a special deal for our election profit makers audience. Visit burnedapron.antifa.biz com. Get 20% off your first order using the special promo code destroy, destroy, destroy at checkout. Remember, Blue Apron is a cop. Burned Apron is the future. Burned Apron. Eat well, be happy, fuck shit up. Let's do the show. Welcome to Election Profit Makers. I'm Kid Midas. I'm here with my friend Starly Quinn. Hi, Starly. Hi. And also Long John Silver dialing in from Orange County, NC. Long John, what's good? Nothing much. Hey, David. Hi. This week, we're going to focus a lot on the states. There's a lot of crazy polling come out of these states, and we want to make money on all these states. But before we do that, let's talk about last week's bets. John? Yes, I I bet in the polling markets, and I bet that uh, Trump was not going to drop down below 40% in the 538 average, and he has not. He has stabilized, although a bad poll came out uh, just today, um, which had him drop a little bit, but I'm still looking good. And what's going on with these polling markets on Predictit? Is Predictit pulling away from the polling markets the way they've pulled away from the tweet markets? Yes, all of the polling markets have disappeared except for the monthly 538 ones. There's, so there's just two remaining at this point, and we expect that they will disappear. John, what's going on with Predicted? Is it depressed? Exactly. What is going on with Predicted? Is it depressed? We don't know. Um, we think that they're under pressure from the CFTC, that they flew too close to the sun, mm. and they mm. were making a little too much money on these prediction markets, which obviously have no educational value, and um, that they got spooked and decided that they're going to back off from these. Or they got a letter that said, you absolutely have to back off of these, but no confirmation. I'm worried about Predictit being able to go on when each scrap, all the joy that made Predictit what it was is being stripped from it market by market. Well, Starly, I f- <laughs> all the joy that made Predicted okay. what it was. You're making Predicted sound like Woodstock or something. Like, man, they're taking away everything that made Predicted so cool and mellow. The tweet markets. That was such a positive, healthy vibe. Starly, they still have the the vice presidential market, so that's good. Yeah, luckily my uh, <laughs> kink, or I. Luckily my. It's fine. There's no kink You're- shaming here. Your kink is the VP market on Predicted. It's cool. Um, luckily when I go to predict it for it's still there, but I looked at, I didn't realize how much those tweet markets meant to people. 
Because I checked out that <laughs> prediction message board, and people are hurting. Yeah, they are. They, yeah. I didn't realize could we because to us the tweet markets were what we were always trying to avoid, and even when you got into it, although you kind of. You kind of started to get oh, no. more and more taste without telling us. Yeah, once you get that taste, you hit those tweet markets with haste. I was totally addicted, and I loved it. I mean, it was a way to just make great money on a regular basis. You, it just had constant action, and um, you had constant entertainment as well because you were just looking at these absurd tweets at all hours. Now, predicted is like, come on, guys, let's all grow up together. Woodstock is now a TED Talk. Right. This is a very boomer move. You get rid of all that free love and turn it into some pseudo academic institution. That's what Predicted is doing now. Predicted is going through is is growing up. Yeah. Starly, let's talk about your bet. Last week's bet. Let me take a wild guess, Starly. Did it have something to do with the vice presidential market? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, it did, David. You, you know it did. <laughs> <laughs> At least my market I know will be there from one week to the next. Oh, John Kimball, did you hear that? I mean, the VP market's just a matter of, you know, you got to do a lot of checking in. <laughs> there's <laughs> there's always something happening in the news that correlates with the market. This week, well, this week, Biden released his shortlist. Um, yeah, or, or at least a story came out that said that there were six. Yeah, but then... <laughs> It, I don't even think it's down to six, is it? No, it's not. It's still everybody. It's just all insiders, and, and they're either just trying to do misdirection or they have no idea. I mean, it's clear that nobody knows. Even your source, Starley, is all over I the know. place. And and that's not their fault. It's just because Biden hasn't decided yet. Well, in the Times article, it said that Biden is not being influenced by any current events, which <laughs> that <laughs> cannot be... I would that would be shocking. Is he not being influenced by current events because he's just not keeping up with the news? <laughs> I think what he means by that is he's saying I'm not necessarily going to pick a black VP. Interesting. Whoa. You think that's what that means? Yeah. That could only mean that then he's thinking about picking Elizabeth Warren. He's saying Elizabeth Warren is not ruled out. He's saying that don't get ahead of yourself and think what's happening right now. I, I guarantee the black VP. I see. Right. But the new person that was added was Susan Rice. He she mentioned her and so her she had some market activity. Muriel Bowser did show up on the market. The last week, what's happened in Atlanta? I'm not sure that how that affects Keisha Lance Bottoms' standing. I think it's going to be Kamala Harris. Nothing could happen that would make it not Kamala Harris. And I'm kicking myself that I wasted all those weeks holding on to Amy Klobuchar because of what a child said. And all that time, I could have gotten in on Kamala Harris when she was in the 20s, and now she's in the 40s. He didn't rule out Klobuchar either. Well, I'm ruling her. I'm, ru- <laughs> I'm ruling her out on Joe Biden's behalf. And there's one other thing I want to say. I've been giving this a lot of prayerful attention over the last couple of weeks because it's never been done before. But it is with a heavy heart that I announce that I hereby ban Beckett from listening to the podcast, our first ever child ban. Wow. And to make room for Beckett, I hereby unban Satchel. Satchel is unbanned and Beckett is banned. Whoa. I know. It's rough. I hate to do it. I think kids are terrific. I think if we've learned anything from the last couple of weeks, it's that the kids are all right. 
the youth are going to lead this country to a better future. Beckett's relentless standing of Amy Klobuchar with each passing day. That taste in my mouth becomes more and more bitter, almost like eating an actual burned apron. So, yeah, I'm sorry, Beckett, but until you make your case, you're banned from listening to election profit makers. And I know that's tough because I know for kids, there's nothing cooler than listening to your dad's friend's podcast. But you're going to have to go on TikTok and while away the hours on TikTok or something because you're banned, man. You're banned. There, there is one thing cooler, which is being 12 years old and supporting Amy Klobuchar. I mean, it is <laughs> it is pretty punk rock to be a 12-year-old who loves Amy Klobuchar. I mean, walking around town in an Amy Klobuchar shirt, pointing at it and being like, triggered much, triggered much. <laughs> oh, man. John, do you remember the, like, oh, when I was 12, I think the scariest thing in the world was there was this legendary hardcore band in North Carolina called Corrosion of Conformity. And their logo is the toughest band logo ever, which is a, you know, the radioactive symbol, that three-pronged triangle symbol. Yeah, nuclear. But it's incorporated into some kind of mutated skull with horns and stuff, and it says corrosion of conformity. That thing used to scare the shit out of me when I was young. That's Amy Klobuchar t-shirt is the new corrosion of conformity t-shirt. It just puts (laughs) you on edge. And you're like, there's a bad boy coming this way. I hope he doesn't take my arcade money. I'm trying to get to the barrel of fun and play joust. He's banned. Moving on. John, is there a North Carolina band you want to shout out real quick? Uh, no. John's dad was thanked in the liner notes of a North Carolina band album because he, John's dad was a banker and he gave the band a loan to record their album. And in the liner notes, they thanked John's dad. And it was the coolest thing ever. The sex police? No, it was arrogance. Oh yeah, arrogance. That's right. Today's main event on Election Profit Makers is we're going to do a rundown of all these swing states and intriguing states. We have the hot spots. We have the official list of the election 2020 hotspots. So let's get in the hot tub with all these swinging states, make some bubbles, graze our hands along these states' knees, and let's have a key party of states. Wow. It's Election Profit Makers after dark. <laughs> Turn up the heat with these states. John, are you ready? We're about to ride you within an inch of your life with these states. Uh, all right. First state, Pennsylvania, Democratic governor, split between senators, Bob Casey, Democrat, Pat Toomey, Republican. None of these people up for re-election. Predict it currently has the odds of a Democrat winning Pennsylvania in 2020 at 69 and Republican winning 33. What do you think about that? Is that a bargain? Uh, no, I don't think that's a bargain. I think that's a fair price, though. I think if you believe that Biden is going to win, then he definitely needs to win a Pennsylvania. So there may be cheaper ways to buy into Biden. You could just simply buy Biden winning the presidency, which is trading at like uh, 56, 57 cents right now. But um I think that's a fair price to pay. You think Biden is going to win Pennsylvania? Yeah, I think he's going to win Pennsylvania. I mean, he's from Pennsylvania, Scranton. Wait, what? So, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you heard. He is? Whoa. Never heard that before. Breaking news. Biden is from Pennsylvania, and that's supposed to be his uh, stronghold. Right now, Biden is leading by 3.3 
points in the RCP average there. Trump won Pennsylvania. It yeah. was very close. He only won by 0.7%. That was a rough one. So all you would have to do is, is have a, a, a switch in the national polls of about a point toward the Democrats, and, th- and that should cause Pennsylvania to flip back blue. You, you did some, uh, some canvassing in Scranton, right, David? In 2008, I went to Wilkes-Barre a couple times to canvass for Obama who ran for president in Pennsylvania and won Pennsylvania. I remember the moment he won Pennsylvania. I was, it was yeah. a really amazing feeling mm. because of my door knocking and my um, putting uh, flyers up. Never got a thank you card from President Obama, but that's fine. I'm not holding on to that. Just won you a swing state. No big deal. Didn't have to do it. Nobody paid me, but whatever, Obama. Enjoy your retirement. <laughs> Obama crushed in Pennsylvania. He won by 10 points in 2008 and then not as much in 2012 five and a half points. Isn't Pennsylvania where he went and he had that bowling mishap? That really should have cost him Pennsylvania. What was the bowling mishap? I don't remember that. Uh, it's where he tried to bowl and it looked pretty cool. <laughs> Who was this? You, you guys don't remember that? <laughs> it's been memory hold. Yeah, it was not good. It was not a good look. Pennsylvania was also where there was a fake woman who claimed that she got beat up by some Obama supporters. This was and they, classic, and they carved the B. What was it, a B or a D? They carved it in her cheek, yeah. she said, but then she carved it backwards because she was doing it to herself on the mirror. Yeah. That was incredible. That was one of the early internet-era false flag political operations. She was a Karen. She was a proto-Karen. Yeah. She might have been the virulent strain of Karen from which all future Karens descended. That happened in Pittsburgh. What's your favorite musician from Pennsylvania, John? All I can think of. Hall and Oates. Moving on. Hall and Oates are from Pennsylvania? Yeah, Philly Blue-Eyed Soul. I'll put down Hall and Oates in our spreadsheet. The next state... Near and dear to my heart, as everyone knows, the state of my father, the state from whence my father came, the state of Wisconsin. We have a Democratic governor. We have one Republican senator and one Democratic senator. Predict, it says, which party will win the 2020 presidential election in Wisconsin? Democrats trading at 64, Republicans 37, D64, R37 for Wisconsin. John, is this a fair price? What's your recommendation? Yeah, I'll tell you, if the election were today, that that seems like a really good price. You know, the, the latest polling, uh, Fox, which is a, a very quality poll, uh, had had Biden up by nine. What? But in the RCP average, Biden is up by four in Wisconsin. Come on, and Wisconsin. Come on, Wisconsin. We can do this. Trump only won Wisconsin by 0.7. So- um, you're bringing, you're really bringing us back, John. All, all these 0. 0.7, 0. 0.6, point this and point that. It's like point me to the exit because I don't feel good. He did. He threaded the needle in the Pennsylvania, oh Wisconsin, Michigan. They were all, they were all really, really tight. Uh, so uh, it just isn't going to take much for the national popular vote to shift these three states, which were so crucial. So you're saying Wisconsin, uh, 64 cents for the Democrats to win. Is that a buy recommendation? I'll just tell you that I feel better about Pennsylvania, even though Pennsylvania was a little further to the right than the Wisconsin was in 2016. I feel better about Pennsylvania this time than I do Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin is going to be particularly close. John Kimball, what's the best band from Wisconsin? Who? Decroitson. Another scary band. Their band photo used to really scare me. 
And then a couple years ago, I went on Discogs and I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy that Decreutzen record and see how scary it was. And it's actually a great record. It's actually really, really good. Next to enter the hot tub, Michigan, Democratic governor and two Democratic senators, one of whom, Senator Gary Peters, is up for re-election in 2020. Current market price. Democrat 73, Republican 29. Yeah, Biden is polling really well in Michigan right now. He's up over seven points in the RCP average. Peters, he's up huge. He's up like nine and a half points right now. So I think Michigan is going to go for Biden. Can I just say one thing about Michigan that that, uh, surprised me once? A place I've never been, Grand Rapids. Yeah. It's a pretty kicking skyline. Wait a minute. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I was impressed. The Grand Rapids skyline is officially kicking per Long John Silver. Best band from Michigan. Uh... The Supremes. Says it right in their name. They are Supreme. The great state of Ohio has entered the hot tub. I have family in Ohio. I know Cleveland. I know Columbus. I love Cincinnati. Cincinnati is one of America's great second tier cities. Here's the situation in Ohio, John. We got a Republican governor and then we have one Democratic senator and one Republican senator. None of those people are up for reelection in 2020. So it comes down to this. Which party will win the presidential election in Ohio? Republican trading at 56 John, the Ohio numbers unpredicted are different than the states we've talked about thus far. To wit, Republicans winning, trading at 56, Democrat winning, trading at 46. What do you think about that, John? I think the Republicans are going to win Ohio. Fuck my life. Really? You think Donald Trump is going to win Ohio? Yeah, I mean, Ohio is just, it's it's continued to get redder and redder. And, and Trump won it by eight points in 2016, which is 10 points to the right of the nation. You know, Ohio used to be the bellwether of the nation. It's clearly not anymore. So let's put aside our political preferences. Is buying shares of Republicans winning Ohio at 56 cents, is that a good price? Yeah, yeah. Really? Should I do that? Oh, I feel I feel so bad if I did that. But, you know, I need a retirement fund. I'm going to do it. I'm sorry, guys. I have to make money. I'm going to buy... Which party will win Ohio in the 2020 presidential election? Republican trading at 57 cents now. I'm going to get in at 50 shares because they can take Ohio. I'll give them Ohio as long as we rack up all those other states. Who cares? Later for you, Ohio. I'm just making money off you. John, best band from Ohio? Best singer would be Ed from Ohio. Oh, Firehose reference coming in. Best band? Cleveland Orchestra. They are like one of the leading orchestras in the country. And they had a really legendary conductor or music director, whatever. I think his name was George Zell. This is in the 50s and 60s, I believe. All you classical music nutcases who listen to our podcast can blow up my mentions if I'm getting all this wrong. But if memory serves, Cleveland Orchestra, one of America's most legendary orchestras, and we have to give a shout out to them. Definitely. Can I just make one comment about Cleveland Skyline? I'm not sure we have time. I would just like to say that the Cleveland Skyline today (laughs) is not great, but the Cleveland Skyline of the past. I got to give a shout out to Terminal Tower, built in 1930. 
which is an amazing skyscraper. And when it was built, it was the fourth tallest building in the world. That's crazy, right? Cleveland. (sighs) When was it built? 1930. I never thought until this moment, and my blood has run cold with the realization that not only do we have to consider ranking today's skylines, we also have to consider ranking the skylines of the past. Yeah, history, baby. Skylines that have been lost to time. Wow. The next state, John, is a state you and I know well. It's the state of North Carolina. We have a Democratic governor, Governor Roy Cooper. He is up for re-election. And then, of course, we have our two beloved Republican senators, the great Tom Tillis and the man they call Dr. Integrity with the PhD in doing the right thing, Republican Senator Richard Burr, who I'm still hoping against hope will resign by July 1st so I can get paid. I'm not sure that's going to happen. Nevertheless, the predicted numbers for North Carolina, John, are D56, R47. What do we think about this state? Is it still the most crucial state in the 2020 election, the hub of civilization? It is going to be the closest state, I believe. And it's so hard for me to make a prediction because I'm personally involved, you know? So, (sighs) yeah, the RCP average has Trump up by 03 Trump won by 3.7 in 2016. So about six, North Carolina is about six points to the right of the nation. So in that case, you if, if Biden were to be ahead by six or seven points, then North Carolina will be very, very close. And I sort of expect that that's what's going to happen. What's the most you would pay for Biden winning North Carolina today? The most you would pay if all you cared about was making money? I wouldn't pay more than... 54 cents. So you think this is slightly overvalued at 56. So we cannot in good conscience tell our listeners to buy at 56 unless they're using predicted as a wishing well, in which case we say go in. And that's just me saying that right now, Trump is has had the worst several weeks in many, many, many months, maybe even years. So if the election were today, I think that that would probably be an okay buy. But I, I think it's it's probably going to snap back some within the next five months. We're going to have several snapbacks. Not if the revolution keeps going. Yes, I think that there is a slight chance that if the revolution keeps going, that nothing will happen. But I think we, we're just, it's so volatile. I think you'll be able to buy in at 50 cents at some point if in North Carolina. You might even be able to buy in at in the 40s at some point. I wouldn't be buying at this at this price. John, best musician from North Carolina? Roberta Flack. Okay, yeah. Jodeci, Flat Duo Jets. One of the reasons that John and I decided to be born in North Carolina is just that when it comes to musicians, North Carolina punches well above its weight. John Coltrane was born in North Carolina. Did you know that? Nina Simone was born in North Carolina. I think Thelonious Monk was actually yep, born in North Carolina. that's what I was about to say. I mean, we could play this all day, but I got to go with Nina Simone. John, the most hot tub of all states has just entered the swinging state hot tub party. That state is Florida with a Republican governor and two Republican senators. Listen to this. And this is going to be hard to wrap your minds around, listeners. According to Predict It, 
Which party will win Florida in the 2020 presidential election? Democrat trading at 57, Republican trading at 48. John, do my eyes or brains deceive me? Yeah, I think that's fair. I think really, it went for Trump by uh, 1.2% in, in 2016. So it's about three and a half points to the right of the nation. Again, North Carolina, six points. So Florida will fall before North Carolina does. I have such a hard time believing that Florida's going to fall. Not based on any actual numbers. It just feels, for so long, Florida has now been held up as what, it's just where it all gets fucked up <laughs> from 2000 on. And uh-huh. and now he lives there. He flies there every weekend. It just, he, he's got such a grip on it. I just, it, it, I cannot conceive of it. I cannot wrap my head around it. I cannot conceptualize the possibility. Believe it, Starly. I'm telling you. I mean, imagine how crazy it would be on election night if they had their big map on TV and Florida was blue and North Carolina was red. That would be insane. Just graphically, I wouldn't be able to process what I was looking at if I saw Florida being blue. I would think that Florida had fallen into the sea. They'd be like, oh, it's blue because it's underwater. The whole peninsula just fell into the (laughs) ocean. And so it's blue because the water's blue. That would make more sense to me than it actually flipping. Since we're talking about North Carolina and Florida back to back, one big thing that's happened since our last episode is Governor Roy Cooper of North Carolina didn't blink. And the Republican National Convention is no longer happening in Charlotte. It's happening in Jacksonville, Florida. Right. Will that move make any difference, do you think? However slight, however small. Yeah, I think that move could hurt Trump in North Carolina. I think a lot of the the leaders in Charlotte feel like the, he unfairly backed out and that it wasn't the governor's fault, that it was Trump's fault. Because he wants to pack him in. I mean, you want to talk about a hot tub germ party. Right. He took the convention away because... He was mad that they were being too health conscious. Yeah, 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 yeah. In regards to their citizens. How can that not have an effect? If that doesn't have an effect, nothing has an effect. And no one should ever crunch the numbers or discuss states again. Things have to mean something. They have to, things have to happen and then lead to other things happening. Oh, God bless you. If I was there in the room, I would give you a little pat on your little head. Things have to mean something. Cause and effect. No. Yeah. The Newtonian physics of conventional politics. <laughs> John, best musician out of Florida. Miami Sound Machine. Whoa! That might be it. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go a little bit farther afield. I'm gonna say the rapper plies because I love his Instagram. And he's he puts out a hundred mixtapes a year. I like people who do that. <laughs> This hot tub is full to bursting. All right. Are you ready for next your next state, one? Georgia. Next state. Is that right? Did I guess Go it? Ahead. Did I guess right? Yeah. Georgia is a state, <laughs> the Empire State of the South. Crushing it. One Republican governor and two Republican senators, one of whom, the <laughs> senator of sterling character and sound financial advice for the everyman investor, Senator Kelly Loeffler, up for re-election this year. Special election. Predicted has a Republican candidate winning the presidential election in Florida at 58 and the Democrat winning at 45. Is Georgia truly out of reach for the Democrats, John? Well, yeah. I mean, you've got two, you got two elections going on. So you'll have uh, Leffler will be in this so-called jungle primary, essentially, where, where she's running against all these other 
candidates, and there isn't a particular nominee from any particular party. So she'll be running against the Democrats and the and the Republicans, and they're all running at the same time in this special election, which will happen the same day as the general election. And then you have um, David Perdue running in the other election, and he's running against John Ossoff. We all remember John Ossoff, who ran in- uh, He was going to be the first big Democrat post-Trump to win- Lo and behold, he did not win. Yes. He was like a Pete Buttigieg type of guy. Yeah, it was the most expensive house race of all time. Uh, and he, he he barely lost, but he just won in the Democratic primary a week ago or so. And he uh, he got fifty over 50%. So there will be no runoff. He will be running straight up against Purdue. I think he might have a chance. We'll see. But there's no way Biden wins Georgia. So the question is, is this price fair for people who just want to make money? R58, D45, I imagine it should be higher. I feel like that is a good bargain to pick up Republican winning Georgia for 58 cents, right? Here's the thing about Georgia. Right now, it's showing Trump up by seven and a half points on the RCP average, okay? But there haven't been that many recent polls. But in 2016, Trump won Georgia by 5.1 points, which isn't that much more than he won North Carolina. So mm-hmm. Georgia is pretty mm-hmm. close to North Carolina in that sense, if uh, it were to stay the same as 2016. So Georgia's about seven points to the right of the nation. So I, I think there's a possibility that Biden could win. Best band from Georgia, Indigo Girls, based on one factor only, Closer I Am to Find, greatest song of the 20th century. I will hear no argument otherwise. <laughs> Next state in this hot tub, because this water's getting tepid. So let's burn through these last two states. John, Iowa, Republican governor, two Republican senator, one of whom is having a surprisingly close uh, re-election, Senator Joni Ernst. Yeah, a new poll came out with a Des Moines Register Seltzer poll. Ann Seltzer, who is uh, the known as probably the best pollster in politics, uh, just came out with this poll that showed... Ernst losing to Teresa Greenfield. Woo. I mean, I think it remains to be seen whether is Ernst going to drag Trump down or is, is, is Trump dragging Ernst down? So as of right now, on Predict It, they have a Republican winning Iowa presidential race at 54 cents and the Democrat winning at 49. Now, there was some breaking news, which is that the Iowa state legislature was up all night passing restrictive voter ID laws. I'm I'm buying Republican. I'm buying Trump Trump to win in Iowa. At 54 cents, that feels like a bargain. Yeah. Yeah. When that poll came out, I immediately went and bought more shares in Democrats to win the Senate, even though I'm not particularly sure that they're going to win in Iowa. Uh, And another place you can buy in is um, the balance of power uh, markets. You can buy into Dems winning the House because there's no way the Democrats are going to lose the House. Are you ready for our last state, John? We, we didn't talk about the best band from Iowa. You know what? I'm going to tell you what the best band from Iowa is. This is a band I saw last year. This is my favorite band these days. Oh, God, love this band. They made me feel so happy. They're called Closet Witch. They're kind of like a grindcore band. And they're from a small town in Iowa. And I saw them 
I saw them last year at an Antifa heavy metal extreme music festival in Brooklyn. And uh, it was like a lot of doom metal and stuff, but it was like this anti-fascist because there's like a lot of um, white supremacy and and fascist stuff and a lot of um, heavy metal scenes and then the power electronic scene and the Norwegian black metal scene. So these people, her name is Kim Kelly. She's a labor reporter and a heavy metal enthusiast. She organized this thing called Black Flags Over Brooklyn. I was like, I'll go to that. It sounds like a fun afternoon to be had. Maybe it's a year or two ago. I think it was last year. And I went, it was like a lot of noise musicians. Uh, Neckbeard Death Camp was there. If you know Neckbeard Death Camp, legendary Antifa parody band. And then these, I want to say kids, they were so young. This band came called Closet Witch. Starly, the lead singer was kind of like, Kind of had a Starly vibe. I was like, this is like if Starly fronted the heaviest band in the world. Not a tall woman, mm-hmm. but just screaming her head off. Not that you're a screamer, but I mean, it was just like so intense and chaotic. And it was just like, it was one of those things that made me simultaneously feel 100 years old and 15 years old. Because it made me feel excited the way you used to get excited about music when you were young. And then you look around at everyone else and you're like, oh, my God, I look like such a chaperone right now for these kids. Uh, So I say Closet Witch. Check them out. Truly inspired me. Great band. Go watch their live shows on YouTube. You will LOL at how fucking insane (laughs) this band is just ripping. They're just ripping. Uh, And obviously their hearts are in the right place. They had never played New York before. They came in just to play this Antifa music festival. That's how... It's always going to feel now discovering new things, right? Because most people stop discovering new things. So there's the factor of you being older than the person doing the new thing. But also there's very few people around you when you're witnessing the new thing that is your age. Yeah, yeah. Because of how many people opt out who are your age. That's what I feel at the protest, too. Well, lots of people my age have real jobs and real families. And I'm just, you know, I'm over here. I got nothing but my bleep bloop pedals. And this mustache that I tend to every evening as I read Jack Reacher books on my phone and comb my mustache and send John Kimball pictures of my absurd hair now that my hair is all shaggy. It looks amazing, man. Ready for your final state, John? Yeah, the last, final state. The last one in the hot tub is a rotten egg. This state is a huge. Make room in the hot tub. Arizona just plopped down. Republican governor... One Democratic senator and one Republican senator, McSally, who's up for re-election, trading at predicted D62R39 for Arizona. John Kimball, what's the status with old AZ? I'm buying Arizona. Are you serious? You think Joe Biden's going to win Arizona? Yeah, he's up. He's up three and a half points right now. You're buying even at 62 cents? Sure. I feel good about Arizona. Woo! Let's get this election started. I mean... McSally is going to get crushed. You got Mark Kelly, Gabby Gifford's husband and NASA astronaut, astronaut, who is just crushing McSally right now. He's up 10 points. We love it. Go go get him, Mark Kelly. And in Arizona, Trump won by 3.5 points in 2016. And North Carolina, which had all this news last time in 2016 as, as being a, a, a potential swing state, North Carolina, Trump won by 3.7. So Arizona was actually to the left of North Carolina four years ago. That also is so hard to wrap my head around. Yeah. 
Arizona seems so red, but that might be because the sun is so hot. I I have I only think of these states That's, in yeah. terms of true political analysis is coming in now. The synesthesia analysis of yeah, Arizona is red because it sounds like the number seven. <laughs> I mean, the way Trump voters think, I'm finally getting on their same wavelength in terms of rational thought. Yeah. You're entering that intuitive. You're entering the intuitive space. You got your crystals lined up. But I'm with you, Starling. Arizona, yeah. Arizona, intuitively, it it does feel very red. You know, when you fly into Phoenix, you just see all this Barry Goldwater stuff and McCain stuff everywhere. And Sheriff Joe. Oh yeah, he's such a red faced, angry man that I feel um, he's 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 colored his whole state. If Arizona goes blue, I'm loving life. If Arizona's going blue, I am getting in a hot tub for real. It'll be like seeing a mirage in the desert. Oh, there you go. Right. Wow. D62 R39 for Arizona. Man, this might be a crazy election, John. Y- yeah, you think? <laughs> <laughs> what if we get them all? What if we just get them all? What if it just happens? What if it's, everything got better and it's and everyone, everyone head is cleared and they've seen what's happening and they're just like, we can't keep letting this happen. This is crazy. We made a crazy decision and we're, we're prepared to move forward and amend our ways and we, we get it now. And then it is all, they just all turn blue. It's not going to happen. We're going to have to fight every inch and we're going to have to grab it out of their arms, kicking and screaming like a bunch of babies while we just bludgeon them. That's what I think is going to happen. John, best band from Arizona. Band we listened to in high school. Where do bad folks go when they die? They don't go to heaven where the angels fly. Meet puppets. Hate that name. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for attending our Swingin' States hot tub party. The hottest ticket in town. You're now free to leave the hot tub, towel yourself off, figure out which of these states you're going to invest in on Predict It and which of these states you will invest in by canvassing and calling and flipping some of these states. We want some of these states to be blue as if they're leaving the hot tub and the hot tub was actually an ice bath and their skin is blue like Arizona. No, they're, they're, they're jumping from the hot tub into the pool. Oh my God, yeah. I used to do that when John, our friend Aaron, was dating someone who worked at Equinox and we would go from the steam room into the ice bath. Oh, what sweet agony. The exquisitely curated agony afforded only the members of the leisure class. Body shock paid for with American blood money. Funded by one of Trump's largest donors. That's right. Equinox guy. Yeah. But that's the thing. The Trump voters, when they go into the pool, it's going to feel really scary and really shocking at first. But they have to remember that it's actually pleasure that they're experiencing. It's, ch- it's a sh- shock to let in a new way of thinking, but it's worth it. Kimball, have you dried yourself off from our hot tub party? Yes. What's your bet of the week? I jumped into the balance of power uh, market. And I. This am, is the Senate balance of power. That's right. So I'm no on our House and our Senate, no on our House and D Senate, definitely. 
that one is um, already trading at 99 cents. And I am, yes, on the D House D Senate. I bought into that at 56 cents. It's trading at 59 cents right now. Oh my God. If the Democrats take the House, life gets better. Starly, what is your bet of the week? I, uh, I'll just keep, I'll keep monitoring my. My VPs. Tend to your There's garden. A... Tend to your garden. Yeah. Figure out who needs water, who needs uprooting, who needs transplanting, who needs fertilizer, and who needs harvesting. John Kimball, tell me what you think about this. My bet of the week, I just bought more shares that the Democrat will win Wisconsin in 2020. I like that. That's great. I think that's good. Got a lot of money in this market now. Corey, you better call your family in Kenosha and get them to vote for Joe Biden. This is a private message to Corey and the Kenosha kid. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back next week with more amazing investment advice. We want to thank Burned Apron for sponsoring this week's episode. Of course, we also have a relationship with predictit.org. If you want to join us in investing in any of these high stakes swinging states, you can go to predictit.org slash promo slash EPM20, receive up to $20 in matching funds. We would love to share these waves with you. Come on in. The water is fine. Election Profit Makers is a Radio Point production with executive producers Alex Bach, Rich Corson, and Daniel Powell. Please, friends, if you'd like to, you can join us on Patreon at patreon.com election profit makers, where we post special episodes, exclusive remixes, interviews with John Kimball about his life as a domain trader. We just posted that this week. That's patreon.com slash election profit makers. You can also contact us using email email address is contact at electionprofitmakers.com if you have questions about the election or skylines. And the only other thing I wanted to say, and this is important, and it grieves me to say it because it's such a cliche, but sometimes you have to do what you have to do. Please rate and review this podcast on iTunes because it helps more people find this podcast. It helps us grow our community and become stronger and stronger. And the hot tub water gets murkier and murkier just the way we like it. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'll talk to you next week, Starly. Bye. And I'll talk to you next week, John. Bye, David. Bye, Starly. Bye, everyone out in podcast land. Cut that. Please keep that. 